Welcome to Improper Mimi. This is your host, Mimi Jacks. I'm excited to talk to you all today about things that help to empower women in all aspects of our life, whether it's at home, at work, or play. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Have you been thinking about starting your own podcast? Looking for an easy way to get started? Let me suggest that you check out Anchor. First of all, it's free 99. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And I really like that Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So don't wait. Let your voice be heard. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, hello, podcasters. It is your host, Mimi Jacks, and I just couldn't wait to share this podcast with you. I am sitting here with the mahogany queen of burlesque, the one and only Miss Pearl Noir. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And we are sitting here vibing, just talking about all things wonderful, all things black burlesque um empowering women loving our bodies and Mm. before i get too much ahead of myself and i'm just in awe because i'm so excited about some of the things she has coming up let me ask you if you would just introduce yourself tell me who you are uh, what do you do and why do you love it hi i am pearl noir and i am the new rendition of josephine baker i yes. have been called by her spirit directly i believe that deeply <laughs> in my soul i have okay. been called by josephine baker herself to just kind of um keep her memory her legacy mm. going and so i'm i have been described as the modern day josephine baker yeah. because of my career um i have had the pleasure of headlining at the Sydney Opera House doing burlesque. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Girlfriend is making moves <laughs> overseas, yeah, yeah, all over moves, the place. You know? Yeah. And and I love what I do because one, I really feel that I was chosen and two, you know, because I went from the ghetto to furs. Okay. Ooh, ghetto to furs. Okay. So we're wearing furs now. We're walking down the street strutting our stuff. Yay, okay. You know, yeah, so you know, we know the, the, the struggle and also yeah. the success. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love what I do because I am, I, I'm never expecting people to have this profound mm-hmm. experience with me when I'm performing or at my workshops. Yeah. And, I, and I think it is because of the struggle. I, I, I really... You put that passion into yes, it. Yes, I mean, yeah. I, I used to take the Greyhound bus every weekend for a year from New Orleans to New York to come do a burlesque musical here. Okay, That's wait a minute. Got, yeah, wait like a minute. she was dedicated. Yes, that is dedication. That's more than dedication. That is like I'm on the bus all day, every day. I just, you know, took the bus from DC to New York and I was like, Woo child, are we there yet? What are yes, all these people just doing? Just on the rocking bus? back and forth like Miss Sophia. <laughs> That is serious, yeah. Yeah, like so for dedicated. A whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you have was it a um, a lineup or something that you had in New York that was bringing you here, or was this you so, making your mark? Well, so I auditioned in New Orleans for this um, 
burlesque musical this beautiful black woman named mm-hmm. Jeannie Pat wrote Miss okay. Alicia <laughs> and it was called Backstage at the Funky Bee Okay, and she was like I want to write this all black burlesque musical and that's yeah. what she did and so she submitted the musical to all these fringe festivals mm-hmm. and we got in in New York and Montreal oh, wow. but there was no this was you know this woman just funding it on her own she didn't have a grant so yeah. all of us we were just like well you know we'll just pay for our own transportation yeah. and so all I could afford was Greyhound so mm-hmm. <laughs> you made it work you got I, it in wherever you I, could you know but that was my training Oh, and wow. like training for that play, I had to learn more about Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. I learned about Tony Elling, who is still alive and one oh, of my burlesque mothers. Okay. Um, and she was Duke Ellington's protege. Oh. So that song, Satin Doll, was written for her. Oh, wow. And then I met Lottie the Body. Mm, um, yes. She was someone that I also studied for this role and was very close to me. And she actually, unfortunately, just passed. So Gosh. I'm still kind of... Processing, processing that. that yeah yeah oh yeah i saw that you know post about you know losing her and i was yeah. like yeah it just happened so just but i'm just so just tying back into why i love what i do because mm-hmm. i've just been so touched and like chosen you know to go from in 2005 studying these women to yeah. these women having this like profound influence on my life and actually being close to them yeah like these women were the pioneers I was just about to say, like, not only were you trained by people in burlesque, but you were trained by some of the greats. Like, these are really established and wonderful women knowing their craft and their art. And they they took you under their wing. And I was just all of, so the thing now for upcoming burlesque performers is they Mm -hmm. go through a school of burlesque. And I just, but I didn't. That wasn't my path. I it was, wasn't there. I, like it was Lottie. It was Tony Elling. There was this wild child from the fifties uh, <laughs> named Wild Cherry. Uh-huh. She was the firecracker of Bourbon Street. She oh. was a she was a white woman, but her aesthetic was Afro Cuban. She did a lot of uh-huh. gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a lot of Asian acts. Of course, we would call that appropriation now, but that was a different time. And I still studied with her. And I mean, wow. I, I yeah, I was I I studied. <laughs> with legends and then I became a legend you are a legend <laughs> yes I'm telling you you guys just don't know like I'm just beaming I'm smiling and I cannot wait I've never seen you perform but I've seen videos I've seen you on YouTube I've seen you know on Instagram and I'm like oh, and it just fills you with so much energy like just so much pride and like beauty and I cannot wait to see I'm you excited perform. I'm excited for yeah. you yeah I'm excited that you'll see not only burlesque mm. but like this historic I mean I hate to say it it actually saddens me sometimes mm. I have mixed emotions about the fact that I'm saying and I'm curating this pageant for people of color in burlesque in 2020 but also saying yeah, and it's historical because it's never been done. Right? 2020. It's 2020. And burlesque has been around for a while. Yeah. And, and, and for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was even looking up, you know, about how, you know, it, it even changed throughout history. Yes. And then how people use it actually to communicate, like, different satire. And, like, yeah. and like yeah. this, I have something to say. And I can say it through many, through many ways. But I'm going to say it, you know. With and uh, you know the beautiful costumes, yeah. the movements, the yeah. energy, the 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 use of your body to like 
portray and draw people in, yes. you know, with your emotions. And, and then there are so many political statements as well that people yeah. use the burlesque stages for to make these beautiful political statements. Mm-hmm. It's just like me. I'm, it's a very militant statement that I'm making, actually, mm. to create this pageant that's specifically for creating more headliners that are people of color. Now, yeah. anyone can perform. We even have mm-hmm. a we have a white headliner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everyone is welcome, yeah. but the pageant yeah. is specifically for creating more savvy businessmen and women in they. Oh, I love it. You I know? mean, just the empowerment part, like just exactly what you said. It's mm-hmm. not just you performing, you know you're great, watch me and mm-hmm. go home, but mm-hmm. there's other, and sorry for you guys if you don't know, but there is a noir pageant coming up on March 13th and 14th, 14th which yes. is ba- basically it's sold out. It sold is out. sold out. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're not going to be able to be there. But what we're talking about is a place that people can come to, like you say, you're showcasing other people, other people who are and who have practice and put their time in mm-hmm. and who have, you know, are honing in on their craft mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And and maybe we could just talk a little bit about the different things they do because mm-hmm. burlesque isn't just one thing, you know, like there's different no. performances and different things that people are going to be doing. Yeah, and one thing that I'm very proud to say is that all of the people who are mm-hmm. going to be featured or who are competing, most of them are already headliners in burlesque or nice. they are headliner in their field. Mm-hmm. For example, we have Sage Sovereign who will be off from performing at the Met. Oh. That is where she has a residency. Yes. Wow. We, we keep it real cute. Like, do you hear that? The Met. The Met. That's where she's performing. <laughs> Beautiful black woman yeah. with natural hair, dreadlocks, mm-hmm. doing fire eating, oh my which is something you don't see. Yeah. Then we have a very, very, very black act. I say it's very, very, very black. <laughs> Blackity black, black. Blackity black, but with the, but with the twist that people uh-huh. are like, right, because we belong everywhere. Mm-hmm. So miscellaneous is a beautiful dom. Okay. And he will be in full fetish garb, but he is going to be very black mm-hmm. and give you the flag routine oh, okay. from the band yes we're gonna bring the battle of the band in here with fetish wear because that's yes. what we're doing okay yes because <laughs> we can do everything <laughs> we can do anything and everything that we put our minds well to. because everything came from us yeah yeah that's right <laughs> you know we just finished black history month we're riding right into women's history month yes, and, yes you know we're just bringing out all the stops of just yes. how we've impacted our community mm-hmm. how we've you know nursed our families and mm-hmm. nurtured those around us mm-hmm. and and how we're performing and entertaining and teaching other people and we're bringing it all here for you guys i'm yes, telling you yes i mean there <laughs> might be some you know tickets at the door because mm-hmm. you know there's bound to be people who are no shows yeah next, there's next year Yes. And I'm, like I said, they are, we do have workshops from all the headliners. So, Ooh, workshops. So tell me yes. about workshops. So can I, you know, I can get my, my lessons on? You can I get can your do lessons on. on. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. So Tutu Tucson is um, headlining for the first time. I'm really proud of that. She's one mm-hmm. of my House of Noir members. Oh, good. Um, and she's doing a radical burlesque workshop. And so I feel like that one would be great for... Um, women who want to feel empowered Mm -hmm. she is a healer she does a lot of healing work she sells tinctures she just got certified wait what's that so tinctures so like (laughs) instead of going to buy day quill you go to to tucson for this beautiful cayenne honey okay yes you know like an elixir like like a natural yeah yeah and everything works i use her stuff all the time wonderful um she makes a lot of beautiful soaps Um, Mm i'm sorry not soaps but soaks 
Mm-hmm. So there's like this ginger one that she made for me when I uh, had the travel tummy from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you and might want to stock up on this, you, you know, know with I mean? this coronavirus coming around yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> and so she makes all these beautiful things, but she is also a beautiful teacher. Oh. So we have that workshop, which is on March 14th. Mm-hmm. And then our headliners, Aizani, they're these beautiful demigods, oh like real life demigods, yes. these two. And um, the one is about like holding space and chaos, and one we're gonna teach you how to walk in these heels properly, Ooh. honey. We're gonna get into it. Yeah. Um, and then um, one of my other protege, Miss Poison Ivory, who made history not too long ago by mm-hmm. being crowned the first Black reigning queen of burlesque. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll be doing a very important workshop on Sunday, just talking about um, imposter syndrome. Which I think is so important for people of color because there's this stigma that we shouldn't get help. There's this stigma that we shouldn't be great. There's like, Mm. as a person Mm -hmm. who does healing work, one of the things that I teach is like, you know, or I ask the question, are you, are you being humble or is this Mm self-sabotage? Are you being humble or is this fear of being great? Because no one wants to be great. Everyone, (laughs) no one wants to, you know what I mean? It's like, because it's not proper. Yeah. To be great. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from a Southern background, yeah, you never are supposed to shine or take the spotlight from anyone. Exactly. You just know? listen to your elders. Just and, be quiet. And, sit and, in that corner. And, proper. You know, mm-hmm. you know so, yep. so these are some of the things we have going on. And yes. um, people can go to the noirhalloffame.com. Ooh. And yes. they can guess and they can get their <laughs> life and find out about the workshops there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> just a quick little plug. Just <laughs> oh, a quick, yes. she's a professional. She's just a smooth plug in right there. Definitely. Check out the website. Check yeah. out some of these upcoming workshops and and even you know talking to women about you know starting their own companies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and Mm -hmm. and and some of that self-sabotage some of that Mm -hmm. stinking thinking you know of Mm -hmm. really getting in your mind that oh I can't do this or you know maybe somebody somebody else can do this but not me but not me and I shouldn't ask for help that's Mm -hmm. the that is the one thing I'm really trying to break women of color in particular because my my white girlfriends don't have problems asking for help oh no not at all (laughs) can you do this can you do that i don't have a problem (laughs) and so one of the things i try to teach you know by example so one of the things that i have been doing is going online Mm -hmm. you know and saying hey i need help yeah who can help me with this like letting people know that even pearl noir needs help yeah it's like and yes that's how come the pageant Mm -hmm. is such a success yeah, because I wasn't afraid. To, I truly believe part of the success is that I wasn't ashamed. Mm-hmm. I felt empowered to ask for help. Yes, yeah, and and to receive that help mm-hmm. is just as empowering too. Yes, yes, yeah. to receive love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you have to do is ask, and then to see you know that someone they admire mm-hmm. is asking them for help. Well, that's a blessing to them. You know, like they yeah. that, they could do anything for you. I feel that, and I receive that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you just feel all the love notes coming uh, to yes, you. Yes, like, and I, I am, I'm, you know, willing to to receive the abundance of love. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Tell me maybe a little bit more about the costumes. Like, who mm-hmm. makes these fabulous costumes that, that you guys are wearing? And... You know, now there is a small percentage of actual seamstresses mm-hmm. and costumers, and they, you know, make their own. Oh, but yeah. the majority of people have to hire someone. And I, I've i been fortunate enough to work with 
Lace and Brace, who's this mm. beautiful corset company in Toronto. Oh. And there's this lovely person here named Garrel Sparrow that makes a lot of the, not just burlesque community, but drag. Yeah. So mm. almost all, if you watch Drag Race, yeah. he makes the majority of those queens costumes. Oh, wow. um, are you familiar with Lizzo? Yeah. So he makes a lot of her costumes oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah, and so now that I've said that now, you'll notice how she has, everything's usually a corset or a bodice. Yes, yeah. yeah and, so and it's shaped and snatched yeah, and, and so, just right. So it's the first person making her costume. Okay, good. Yeah. Now I know. So apparently many years ago, when Beyonce was in Jay-Z room in Paris, she took him to the Crazy Horse for his birthday. And they saw this hot, sexy show. And if you take a look at her partition video, that came out years ago, like 2013, right? It's a little glimmer of Crazy Horse in the in the car um, window. And if you take a look at the performance or some of the highlights of the performances from Crazy Horse, boom. Just like you mentioned, burlesque has influenced artists like her and Lizzo, you know, from their costumes to their performances. Yeah, and yeah. so the costumes are, you know, usually an extension of people's personality mm -hmm. or a part of the storytelling I would say yeah yeah and how do you how do you even come up with that story like mm -hmm. is it do you come up with the story first mm -hmm. do you come up with the vision first of what you want to look like and then mm -hmm. what kind of story that character is going to tell yes well everyone is different I have mm -hmm. so many students and they all do something different but for me mm -hmm. all of my acts and the costumes are inspired by resilience Mm -hmm. So okay. it's yeah, all of my acts are inspired by some moment where my tears became rainbows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so for me, I do very minimalistic costumes because I want to be free to move. Yeah. I also want to teach my students because a lot of people sometimes rely too heavily on the costumes. Okay. And the mm -hmm. bling, and it's like, well, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go bling out. can only bling so much. So much. <laughs> so I'm going to go out here with a max costume on and uh -huh. still get the standing ovation because I allowed the audience to really see me yeah. and not rely on the costumes to hide behind. Okay, yes. That you cannot know? be your comfort zone and just yeah. be like, ta-da, look at me, yeah. I'm shiny. Which happens you know? often. And, oh, it's, and yeah. it's totally okay. Mm -hmm. And that kind of burlesque is beautiful and I love it. Yeah. It's just not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you, does improv or like training or acting come into any of this at all? I, I do. I always leave moments of improv or what mm -hmm. I like to say, moments to connect. Mm -hmm. So if it's not choreographed, you're forced to connect with the audience during these moments. Oh, yeah. And it's, you're forced to tell a genuine story each time, mm -hmm. depending on your relationship with the audience at the time. And you even mentioned drag a, a minute ago. Yeah. And I remember, um, you know, going to a show and, and seeing some people perform in drag. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wait a minute. I thought drag was just men. No. No. No, ma'am. No, it is not. No, ma'am. Drag, <laughs> you know, you know, as RuPaul says, we're all in drag. Oh my goodness! Just it's it's the act I go to every day when yeah. I do that that code switching at yes. work. Yes, you know? yes, it's, it's yes, yes. The and facade, the you uniform know? Yes. that you wear depending on where you're going. So how do you, how would you define drag? Mm, just in burlesque or in general? Mm, maybe in general. Yeah, I, I think drag is an act of courage mm. because it takes true courage 
to show the world your higher self. Okay, yes. I think these people are painting themselves the way they want to be seen every day. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, and I think that's, that's their higher self. Okay, yeah. Because when you think about how different they look, like how they come up with this concept, yeah. that they're, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. there's some kind of attunement, I think, to their deep spirituality. I know a lot of people might not look at it that way. Yeah. But I do. It's because I'm telling, you know, thinking to myself, well, yeah. how did you, because sometimes, I mean, <laughs> it's a, like a real transformation a I, I lot was of times, you know? Yeah. So who is that? Yeah. How did they come up with that person in their mind mm-hmm. to then draw that? Because they're drawing the person art. on. And for yeah. me, I've always felt like painters were closer to God mm. because whoever created this is an artist obviously yeah something that you can see that has come from my mind and yes. it is displayed yes and everyone can see it and can understand yeah and get different interpretations from it just mm-hmm. by looking at what it's what you see before you yes so that's yeah. what drag is to me mm-hmm. oh wow Yes, I'm learning so much. You know, learning so that's much. That's just yes. a, my opinion. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes. Hey, yes. And that's why we ask it. You know. You are, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so how did you come up with your name? Miss mm. Pearl Noir. So I manifested it. Oh. So when I went and I was doing this show called Best Out Burlesque in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I, there was this beautiful black showgirl who was the choreographer. And her name is Dolly Riva. She was my burlesque mother and my mentor. And we weren't close yet. This was like the first rehearsal. And I <laughs> knew that I, because this was after Backstage at the Funky Bee, and I was like, okay, I'm going to dedicate my life to mm-hmm. preserving Josephine Baker's memory and making her proud. And mm-hmm. I said, so it was a variety show. And in this show, they always picture character. They picture costume. Okay. And they had someone choreograph for you. Mm-hmm. So I came in as Josephine. Okay. And I said, they are going to tell me that I'm doing Josephine Baker and they're going to call me Pro Noir. And the reason why I willed that is because that is what people call Josephine Baker. Okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> ah. so, this is by no small accident yeah. that, you know, you came in there. Yeah. As Josephine as Baker. As Josephine Baker. Stretching. Yeah. I rem- I'll never forget it. I was stretching and I just was like, called pro noir because that's what they uh-huh. called her uh-huh. i said either pro noir or black venus that's what they called her i said and i want to do josephine baker and she looked and i'll never forget and she said you should have her do josephine baker really because i was like sitting in a tiny <laughs> split in a little middle split just casually stretching yeah and she was like yeah let's call her pro noir and i was like you're like Mwah. I, yes i really did it when i was like <laughs> It's like dance, puppet, dance, 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 puppet, dance. And she was like, how do you feel about that? I was like, oh, yeah, I love that game. As if I didn't. Exactly. As as if you didn't orchestrate yourself in your mind, willing it. A mess. It's like leaving them a trail of breadcrumbs. Like, ah, yes, Yes, you will be called Pearl Noir. You know? And so it's hilarious. So I willed my (laughs) name. That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of of Josephine's names in Paris. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. They called her Pearl Noir. Yeah. The Black Pearl. uh, It's so funny. I was watching... um, Anastasia with my mm. niece. I have a little niece, and mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, it's just she, Baker. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't notice that she's in. It. She's a split second. Yeah, but there she is. She's yeah, cool, like, I'm like, town. look at that. Let's get yeah. a little bit of history in here too. It's you a know, something. Yes, yes. Yeah, 
And all throughout Women's History Month, yeah. how much women of color are included in that or excluded. But mm. I'm just looking forward to like showcasing and and looking and hearing and learning about more, mm-hmm. you know, women of color um, all throughout the month. Just yeah. people who inspire us, people who um, that I want to share with my daughter. Be like, yeah. hey, listen, do you know this person? I think you should look her up. But like, oh, yeah. I just read this article, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Who are some of the other people that, you know, are your idols or people that mm. like that you've looked up to? I have to say, um, there's this beautiful black performer that also does Josephine, mm-hmm. um, Delicia Lachette, and I really admire her work. And I also love that. So she has these beautiful heart bags. Oh. Um, and her company is called Lachette's Meow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I love that she's like become this savvy businesswoman, and mm-hmm. everyone in burlesque has these hard bags. This is yes, yes. And actually, we're going to display her hard bag at the um, exhibit on the fifteenth mm. because there's like a you know a modern burlesque exhibit that we're doing as well to just sort of okay. celebrate this generation of, of burlesque because yeah. we have a burlesque hall of fame, okay. and they focus on you know the the stars from the yes you know, mm. the past. And, <laughs> and I was like, so we don't need to do that. Someone's already doing that. So yeah. I wanted to have something that's talking about what's happening now, mm-hmm. documenting what's happening now, so there won't be any erasure. Because I think people feel like erasure is when you don't claim or talk about what happened in the past. I'm like, right, but if we're not documenting Facebook and Instagram is not documentation. Mm, it's not no. going to preserve anything. It's not the Library of Congress. It's not the Library of Congress. <laughs> it's not going to preserve anything for us. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, 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 that's why it's important to me to do <laughs> stuff like this. And mm-hmm. like even speaking about Delicia right now, yeah. you know, is is important. I, I really admire her work. There's also this lovely um, young lady named uh, Jeez Louise who has mm-hmm. the Jeezy's Cheat Joint. It started in Chicago. Okay. Um, I actually was the first headliner that she had so many years ago, and now uh-huh. it's a traveling, all-black, burlesque kind of review. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then there's um, Pucks of Plenty, who just um, had her inaugural What the Funk <laughs> burlesque festival, and it's a POC burlesque festival only. It's kind okay. of like these two, G's Louise and Plucks, they kind of are pioneers in that sense because there weren't any festivals. Yeah. And which was another reason why I decided to do a pageant also. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really need to focus on a festival. Like yeah. my journey is in my my mission is specifically to create headliners. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but those are just, you know, some some ladies I can think of off the oh. top of my head that are women of color. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you guys can go ahead and yes. look up those names, look yes. up those ladies, you know, see what they're doing for burlesque right mm-hmm. now, see what they're doing for themselves. Yeah. And then see how you can channel that even for yourselves too. Oh, yeah. You know, I really hope that as people listen to this they get a new idea of what mm. burlesque is like i don't know what you mm. thought burlesque yeah. was if you've ever come in contact with it before mm. but i want to you know help to expose people to it help you to open mm. your mind go to a show go to a pageant go to a workshop i mean i'm sure it's a workout too like you're going to get your workout on yes <laughs> yes you know and it depends like some classes are cerebral mm-hmm. and some are definitely for the body and you're yeah. like oh i'm going to be walking and then you're like i'm sweating I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, I'm going to yeah 
Yes. Yeah. I have to give a little shout out to one of my uh, dance instructors, uh, God's Property. So Tamika, um, she does, um, I've gone to some of her Afrobeat classes, mm -hmm. but she's also done some mm -hmm. of these Twerk and Hill classes. Those are no joke. Those are no joke. No, 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 no joke. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah, I can walk. I can, I can walk in that hill, no problem. But these knees were not meant for some of this stuff. So your knees said, hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. It's like, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We whoa. didn't discuss this beforehand. Like, yeah. it's, it's, and I think what happens when people take a class like that is you mm -hmm. also have a new um, found respect for exactly. women who work at clubs too. It's like, no, these are yeah. actual athletes. There, you, you, you have to have a certain kind of stamina and exactly. endurance yeah. mentally and physically to pull this kind of movement off. Yeah. One of my girlfriends, she goes to pole dancing classes Ugh. and she does the aerials. Mm -hmm. It is hard work. It's hardcore. I mean, you core is exactly right. Yeah, you, you, you have, have to, have to like be yeah. able to pull, lift. I mean, in shoot. heels. In heels, yes. It, but it easily can become a passion, like oh. not just a hobby, mm -hmm. not just one or two, you know, classes, but something that you really become passionate about because. It just opens up something inside of you. Yeah, the yeah. discipline for one. Mm -hmm. I think I think people become passionate about pushing their bodies and their mm -hmm. minds, and and I think people become passionate about um, the opportunity to be in a sacred space. Yes, a safe place. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. I could I could totally see that. Mm -hmm. um, I started biking. You know my. My dad got me into biking and okay. cycling, you know, okay. and then it is almost like you want to do a personal best. You want to mm -hmm. keep doing better. You know, yeah. you want to keep, you know, hitting these hills and going up bare and mountain. Biking's and like, no joke either. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And Oof. it's, it's, it's seeing what you can do and having that discipline yes. and then pushing yourself to mm -hmm. go further. It's like, yeah. if I can do this and and train yes. like what else can you do with the rest of your life mm -hmm. how proud you know can you be mm -hmm. of yourself and 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 what you're doing and regardless what people see or what mm -hmm. they say about you i'm doing this for myself yes you know and i enjoy it and i want everyone else to know what i'm doing <laughs> and, and you know yes. maybe they'll enjoy it too yes <laughs> yes yes totally so what do you see for the future of burma like this this pageant that you're doing like you say it's historical this is this is like a big thing and then like yes. where do you where do you see yourself in in burlesque and in, mm -hmm. in your company like this is this is mm -hmm. what you do you know so how do we see that in the future you know obviously I have we all have our personal goals we mm -hmm. have the shows like I'd love for my company to be featured in like crazy horse in Paris I'd love mm -hmm. to have an you know, a sponsored mm -hmm. international tour that's all POC. Also, one of my goals is to have a proper tribute to Josephine Baker in mm -hmm. Paris. Oh, wow. But I think the ultimate fantasy and goal, when I think about the future of burlesque, especially people of color, for for us, like, you know, mm -hmm. this generation and I've, I've been doing this since 2003, so I'm a bit older than the kids coming up now. <laughs> but we all suffered in the regard that we can find so much evidence of, mm. of our white legends. Mm -hmm. Josephine Baker was most, she was the most famous. Yeah. We can only find two clips of her burlesque. Mm. 
Really? That's it. And we can't, there's nothing with Tony Elling. There was nothing of Lottie the Body. And that's because they weren't, you know, they didn't have the same opportunity to be documented. Mm -hmm. And so my ultimate goal is to make sure that the next generation doesn't mm -hmm. suffer the same, that there's proper documentation and archives of True. people of color in burlesque. Yeah. That, that is, that's the ultimate out of everything else. Yeah. That's yeah. the ultimate. To leave a legacy. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about Oprah's little vision tour and everything, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. more so talking about intention mm -hmm. and you can tell by people's actions, you know, what their intention is. Yes. You know, so yes, by intentionally mm -hmm. documenting and showcasing and advancing headliners, mm -hmm. we're speaking up and saying, we're here. I'm yeah, here. Like yeah. Black Burlesque is right here. Yeah. And recognize us for the work that we've done. And we're stars too. Yes. Yes. That's, we're equally stars and in the same state yeah. and the same headlines as yeah. as any other counterparts. Yes. And maybe even more so. And like some yeah. of the things that I did, it's mm -hmm. not even really documented properly. And I've had a I've had a very beautiful career mm -hmm. that has surpassed some of my white counterparts, but they've had more, more press. press. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got to change that. Yes. So, I, <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. Yes. So, you know, yeah. here we are. I just have this true affinity, not just for burlesque, mm -hmm. but for uplifting people. I have a calling though for people with feminine energy, but yeah. I just I just also have a calling for uplifting people and it it just yeah. brings me so much felicity for sure. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just so sweet because it's 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 you recognize your calling to help mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. and to to build up and to empower others. Yes. But, you know, that you're answering that call. You're not shying away from that call. I mean, it is not an easy you know? call. Let me tell you. Uh, I sometimes yes. want to hang right on up. Yeah. Hey, like, wrong, wrong number. Wrong number. Why are you calling? <laughs> I told you it was the wrong number. They're like, no, girl. Uh -huh. Ancestors are like, no, this uh -huh. is the right number. Also, what's draining about it is that people go from feeling inspired mm. and grateful to be in the room with you to feeling entitled to what happens when they're in the room with you and that's that's the part that's a little disheartening about having a calling yeah because you are i'm a natural giver and so mm -hmm. people they grow accustomed to that in this community people who have access to me yeah you yeah. mean like to 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 take mm -hmm. and not to replenish you know? i don't necessarily feel like there should be they should replenish mm -hmm. but it's like you know even with this pageant, it's been so beautiful, mm -hmm. but there have been the moments where people are like, well, that's not enough. Or what about mm -hmm. this? Why aren't you doing that? And it's like, it's year one for one. It's that's also the event hasn't happened yet. Uh huh. So it's, it's things like that. It's like, I'm providing, you've been watching. Yeah. I'm providing a lot. Yeah. There are a lot of prizes to the winners. I've debunked the myth that POC events can't, be held to the same regard we can't have 
a nice venue. Mm -hmm. We can't have sponsors. I have like 20 something sponsors. That is excellent. Which is yeah. not a thing for POC events in burlesque. I don't know about in other fields, but in burlesque, it's hard it's pressed not to come by. Thing. Yeah. I yeah. provided a 13 city tour for the winners. That's amazing. You know? And not just the winner, but anyone. Yeah. I said to the producers, anyone. Mm -hmm. And one of the producers was like, I don't want to wait. I'll hire someone now. So one of the performers who's just showcasing is going to go to Vienna. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. and it's like, so you, and it's like, right. And it's, it takes a year or so to put that kind of tour together. But people mm -hmm. are like, right. But what about 15 cities? Like, listen. And, <laughs> and I think listen. it's also because I'm a black woman. You oh know, yeah. It's, 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 um, if I can be bold mm -hmm. and may sound a bit crass, but it's the, it's the, um, I feel it's it's the mammy syndrome. So when someone mm -hmm. looks at me, they don't see mm -hmm. a woman, they see a mammy, even if they're black. You can do anything and everything, and, and let me just put everything on your shoulder. And where's your teeth, by the way? Uh -huh. I want this on your shoulder, and also give me that teeth to suck on. <laughs> and <laughs> we ain't gonna pay, and we don't want to do anything and, else special. Yes, and no. I mean, I and I, but it's just if I'm I'm always transparent, and that gets mm -hmm. me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> but that is how I that yeah. I, I'm like oh no because you're looking at me as a mammy right now you don't yeah. even realize it mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the only downside I will say about about yeah. this endeavor is that it's I have to remind people it's like but there you this is huge it is yeah like let's not critique it mm -hmm. it's huge yeah and this is not even just one day no. this is a whole weekend we're doing a little something yes <laughs> We giving the people a lot to chew on. You know, we'll be talking about it for weeks afterwards. I'm so excited. I'm happy yeah. you'll be there for both nights. Um, that first night, it was so important for me to showcase the male burlesque performers and drag yeah. mm -hmm. kings and drag queens. And I don't know if you yeah. saw, but I've added Jasmine Masters from Paul's yeah. Drag Race. Oh, yes, she's yes. coming. Oh my goodness. I'm going to do a little patty LaBelle <laughs> for you. Oh my goodness, I'm going to fall out. <laughs> We may have some special footage of me, you know. Just falling out. Night. Just falling out, yes. <laughs> oh my. It'll yes. be so wonderful to share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. So Awesome. Well, this has been great. Thank I mean, you. I really appreciate, you know, your time because it is right before the madness and the craziness of the my show. and the plane. arrived Monday. <laughs> so you're about to be... <laughs> head down just going yeah. full blaze even longer because after the people are announced the winners are announced then I have to book the get tour. them on the tour yeah oh my goodness so I'm actually I'm far from done yes oh my goodness <laughs> well let me tell y'all everybody out there in podcast well you just better go on over to the website the noir hall of fame and that's noir with an e so it's yes. n-o-i-r-e mm -hmm. hall of fame Com. Yes. Yes. And excuse my southern twang that has come out a few times here and there. <laughs> we love yeah. it because I mean, if we were not our authentic selves, I mean, yeah, then what true. kind of podcast would this that, be that if we couldn't be ourselves? You know, I'm de I have definitely told the truth here, but yes. you know, anyone who follows me knows that I'm like I've been that way. Like, here's the beautiful thing. Exactly. And then also here are the and things. Yes. And I mm -hmm. and I tell the whole truth because no one can build a house with half of the blueprints. Exactly. If you think that what I've done is easy, you're sadly mistaken. Yes. If you want to be where I am, you're going to have to see the trials as well as the good times. Yes. In order that that yeah. got me to this point. Yes. But it's been it's 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 been like I said so much felicity. Mm, so yes. so much. I I yeah. I 
I, I feel very grateful. And I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much oh, for having thanks, me. Chris. I can't hey. wait to see the, this pageant. I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Improper Mimi, where we talk about empowering women at home, work, or play. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Join us for our next episode on March 16th, where we talk to Dr. Eugenia Griffin on the necessity of mentoring and entrepreneurship in the Black community. Talk to you then. Ciao.